Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. That shit crazy. On a Tuesday. It's all even with your boy, Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on Podbeam as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, Stitcher, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. I'm all over the place, man. And trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment because the page is growing, baby. That All Even Wave. Get on that wave. Lots to get into. Brian Flores is no longer the coach of the Dolphins. NFL playoffs are set. I'm going to go over all the matchups and who I think is going to win those matchups. There's more firings around the NFL. You already know how that goes, so we're going to discuss that. The latest rumors on the Russell Westbrook trade market. And then the greatest segment on the planet, W of the Week. So let's just jump right into it. We have a habit as human beings to want what we want. Doesn't matter if we can attain it or not, we still want what we want. We have needs. We have goals. We have ambitions. We have desires to get things done our way, though. Has to be our way. Can't be anybody else's way. So, for example, you know, a landlord wants to rent out a place. You rent out the place to the tenant. Say, here's the keys. You know, I got your security deposit. Your your, your first couple months rent. Everything is good. Person moves in. They feel good about themselves. You know, they start to bring their furniture in. They start to decorate the place. They start to make the place feel like their own. But then they want to paint. So the tenant goes to the landlord and says, hey, I'd like to paint the apartment. Landlord looks at the person and is like, no, 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 no. I, I like the paint the way it is. Let's just keep it like that. He's like, well, I'm renting the place. You know, I rented it from you, so I would love to change the walls if possible. No, 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 no. This is going to stay the same. So he says, okay. Then he wants to possibly change the stove. No, 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 no. That stove's been there for 20 years. It's fine. Yeah, but the stove is about to break down, so I, I can tell because I've, I've worked on stoves for quite a while. No, 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 no. Leave the stove alone. So you leave the stove alone. More things come up, and it just gets to a point where it's like, okay, am I living here, or you still want to live here? Because I'm not able to do what I want to do, yet I'm paying you money. I bring this up because Brian Flores in Miami is possibly going through the same situation. 
And what I mean is that the owner, Ross, the GM, Chris Greer, they are the landlords. They bring Brian Flores in and say, here's the keys. We got your security deposit. We got your first two months of rent. Go ahead. This is yours. So Brian Flores is like, all right, we'll go ahead and fix the defense. We'll make sure our special teams are great. I'm going to make sure everything in this organization on this team runs the right way on the field as well as my staff. But I would like to change a few things. I'd like to get another quarterback. I'd like to draft Justin Herbert. No, 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 no. We like Tua. Yeah, but Justin Herbert's a better quarterback. I've watched him play. Tua's, you know, he's okay, but he has some injury history. No, no, no. We're going Tua. You got to figure it out. So Brian Flores is like, well, am I the head coach here or are you micromanaging me? That's the issue that I'm having with this whole situation is that you want something, but yet you want to micromanage it. And then you wonder why it doesn't work. Chris Greer's been there for how long? He's done it his way, and he's had this coach come in here, this coach come in here, this quarterback come in here. It hasn't worked. You micromanaging. You get a good coach now who knows what he's doing, who wants a particular guy, and you tell him no. So at first I was like, you know, this, this, this stings of a little black coach not getting the leash that White coaches get, I don't particularly think it's that per se. Who knows, it could have came from the top as well. But it's more the dysfunction that's with the Miami Dolphins. They wanted Tua. Well, we see what Tua is, right? We actually see what Justin Herbert is as well. Justin Herbert is a great young quarterback. Brian Flores saw that. He wanted that. You could win with that. Hell, he won with how many quarterbacks? Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tua Tagovailoa, Jacoby Brissett. He didn't have a, a healthy starter for the three years that he was here. <laughs> and he still won 10 games a second season. He still... Won nine games his third season. He won the last five games of his first season, but yet he's gone today. Make it make sense. <laughs> make it make sense. So, self-inflicting wounds. It's things that you do to yourself. The reason why you're not progressing in life. That's what the Miami Dolphins do to themselves. Year in and year out. Coach after coach, regime after regime. So Brian Flores gets removed, but Chris Greer's still there? So he continues to be able to pick coaches and draft bad players and micromanage like he knows what he's doing when he really doesn't. But the other part of this that bothers me, and this is the part that screams a little... Yeah, the black coach is in. Is that we heard a couple of years ago that Brian Flores, according to reports, difficult. Really? What's so difficult about him? Because he wants to 
change the culture of your dysfunctional franchise? A franchise that hasn't won a playoff game in, what, 18 years or so? That franchise? Difficult. Of course he's difficult. Most great coaches are. Bill Belichick's a jerk. Robert Kraft understands that, but he will never get in the way of that man's preparation. Because at the end of the day, it gets results. Mike Tomlin, 15 straight seasons with a winning record, has never been done in the history of football, does it his way. Nobody comes down and messes with Mike Tomlin. Same thing with Andy Reid. All the great coaches you can name, they don't get micromanaged. But it's so convenient that this guy, who's had success, is getting micromanaged. The last guy that got micromanaged this way was in Detroit. I don't know, a few years back. His name is Jim Caldwell. Made the playoffs a couple of times in Detroit. Last time they actually did that. Micromanaged that guy too. Got him out of town. And anytime you see this type of micromanagement, there's normally dysfunction at the top. So Brian Flores will be fine because rumor has it is that he's he's already or he's planning to interview for the Chicago Bears job. He's going to get another job in this cycle. I, I, I can already see it. And the Miami Dolphins are going to be just the Miami Dolphins. Nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to care. Whoever they hire, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Because you have Chris Greer, you have the owner over there that they don't know what they're looking for. They don't understand what it takes to win. How can you ask somebody to help you in the right direction when they have blindfolds on? That's the Miami Dolphins. How can they point you in the right direction when they can't see themselves? They haven't been down that road. They don't know. It's comical. It's comical that a guy that good, Brian Flores is one of the great young coaches in this league, and you let him walk out the door because you have difference of opinion in regards to certain things. I, that's the way it's supposed to be. A GM has a thought, hey, pass it down to my coach. Coach says, ah, I don't think that's a good idea. Let's collab. Let's figure it out. No, 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 no. You want your coach to be a pawn. Whatever you say goes. It's not the way it works. If that's the case, you coach the team. Don't hire anybody. Chris Greer needs to coach the team. If he knows so much football, might as well go ahead and do it. I'm sure he won't because he doesn't. That's the problem. And when you have an owner that just allows a GM that's this bad to control it and micromanage the situation, you're going to have dysfunction in your franchise for a very, very long time. That's why the Miami Dolphins are terrible. Because they are the landlords that don't allow the tenants to actually do what they have to do to just live. To just do what they're doing. Do what's in their lease to be able to do. I paid you money so I can stay here. I did not pay you money so you can be the overseer and the voyeur in regards to what I'm doing. Period.
Coming up after the break, NFL playoffs are here. We're going to break that down. Plus, there's more coaches that got fired. And I'm going to pick which is the best job available. On a Tuesday night, it's all even. Yo, it's your man DJ G Money for that Flip the Script podcast. Yeah, 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 we in the studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> listen. Shout out to the Old Even podcast. My oh, man Barry oh, Grant Jr. Whoa, 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 What's up, whoa, man? Whoa, 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 whoa. What happened? What you, you, you want to say to the people? Shout out to somebody else's podcast. Yeah, my man gets What's up? Old Even. Old Even podcast. Yo, it ain't even up here, boy. <laughs> we put this on something. Old Even. Yo, you. Oh, my God. What's up with you, man? Now, you got well, that's a shout out. You're keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. <laughs> you want your all even podcast, right? Yeah, all even. All even podcast, right? All even. That's your man. My man. All right, shout out to all even podcast. Cool. Hundred percent. He cool. Is he? He cool. Let me see. Is he cool? Yeah. What are they? So let's just jump right into it, shall we? Wildcard weekend kicks off on Saturday, and the first game is at 4.35. That's between the Raiders and the Bengals. Bengals are at home, and who do I have winning this game? Tough call. Actually, a tough call. You got Joe Burrow versus Derek Carr. Both quarterbacks are playing well. Uh, you got the Bengals that have that that air attack, those, those receivers. You got Chase. You got... Higgins, you got Boyd, you got the running game playing good. Joe Mixon, the offensive line has been playing great. The defense has been playing all right. And then you have on the other side, you got Derek Carr and the Raiders that have had a tumultuous season. You know, their head coach got fired midway. You have the Henry Rugg situation and just just a tumultuous season, just up and down and, you know, not a lot of positives. The one positive is Derek Carr. You know, he's been playing phenomenal. He's an MVP candidate, in my opinion. The fact that he actually got this team to the playoffs. So, who's going to win this game here? I am going with the Las Vegas Raiders. I think the Raiders win 30-24. to I think Derek Carr has a great game. I think they continue to ride this momentum. They win one playoff game, and then they get eliminated next round. But I do believe it's going to be a good game. I just feel that the Raiders... They have, they have the moxie right now, and Derek Carr has them playing well. The next game we have is going to be the 8-15 matchup between the Patriots and the Bills. Bills are at home. This is going to be a rocking crowd. The, the you know Bills Mafia is going to be out in droves. It's going to be a hectic place for a rookie to play. But if there's any rookie that can be able to calm himself down and gain composure and be able to perform well, it's Mac Jones, Michael McCorkle Jones. I think Mac Jones is going to play phenomenal. I think he's going to have a lot to prove. I have the Patriots winning this game, but they win it in a slight margin, 21-17. to 17. I think the rushing game really does damage. I think Bill Belichick takes away the, the best weapon that the Bills have, and that's going to be Stephon Diggs. So if you can't throw the Diggs, who is going to be the guy? I don't I don't see them having any other options. The running game has not been great. I have the Patriots winning this game. For the Sunday matchup, the first game we have is going to be the Eagles at Buccaneers. That's the 105 matchup. Eagles, they, they're they up against it. You know, Jalen Hurts, 
he's a he's a he's an average quarterback. He's not really he's not terrible, but he's not good. Still very inaccurate. Can rush the you know can rush the football. Can can get out of the pocket. Can escape. But they're banged up. They have a lot of injuries, and so does the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But the one difference is that they have Tom Brady. Tom Brady is going to be able to pass on this team and pass on this team all day long. I have the Bucks winning this game, thirty-nine to twenty-one, big time blowout. The Bucks are prime and ready. They are playoff ready, so they're not going to have a problem with the Eagles at all. I don't believe so. The next game we have is the four forty matchup between the 49ers and Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are at home here. It's going to be on CBS, which is very odd. It's not on Fox. We got phased out for the Eagles and Bucks. That makes no sense at all. But you know what? Maybe, just maybe, this may be fate, you know, being on our side. Every time we have a Fox game in the playoffs, it, it tends to not work out in our favor. So, you know, Cowboys going against the 49ers. I was scared of this matchup. I'm still scared of this matchup because I don't trust Mike McCarthy. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I, I don't trust Mike McCarthy at all. I think that Kyle Shanahan is going to run circles around us. This is going to be a game, a defensive game. Can the defenses step up and really, really make plays to give the offense shorter fields so they can be able to go down and score? You have two quarterbacks that turn the football over, two quarterbacks that can make big-time throws, and two quarterbacks that continue to make the same mistakes that they always make when it comes to big-time games. Which one of these quarterbacks is going to step up? I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm a lifer, so I'm going to go Dallas. I think Dallas Cowboys win this game 27-24. to They win with a field goal, and they end up going to the second round of the playoffs. And, you know, I think Dak Prescott has a decent game. I don't believe that he has a great, magnificent playoff performance, but I do believe he does enough. I do believe the defense is going to be ready. They're going to make a lot of stops. I do believe that there's going to be a strip sack fumble on Jimmy G that's going to turn this game. So that's what I believe. I, I do think Dallas is going to have the upper hand here. We then have the 8-15 matchup between the Steelers and the Chiefs. Listen, I'm not even going to go through the semantics of this one. You know, Ben Roethlisberger is on his farewell tour. He's not playing great football. They have a great running game. Mike Tomlin is amazing. But the Chiefs are going to win this game. Chiefs are going to win this game as long as they can be able to figure out how to get creative in regards to moving Tyreek Hill around and not being so predictable offensively I still have the Chiefs winning this game 28 to 17 Patrick Mahomes has a decent game 278 yards passing two touchdowns no interceptions they tend to run the football I think they can run the football a little bit this game but um I think the defensive line is going to show up they're going to put pressure on Ben Roethlisberger and that's going to be the swan song for Ben he goes into retirement in the Chiefs advance then for the Monday night game, which I love, I love that wild card Monday, we have the Cardinals and Rams. These two teams have been going at it all year. Cardinals are a good team. Rams are a good team. You have Kyler Murray, who's playing well. You have uh, Matthew Staff, who's not playing so well, but they are winning games. So who do I see that has the advantage in this game? Rams are at home. 
I got the Rams. You know, I'm a I'm a big Matthew Stafford guy. I think that Stafford is gonna be able to right the ship. He has Odell Beckham. He missed him on the the sideline throw under through him. That was the interception that ended the game last week. But I do believe that there's gonna be some type of retribution. And he will play better. The defense will play better this week as well. So I have the Rams winning 35-30. to 30. It's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a great game. And, yeah, I think it might be one of the best games of the wild card weekend. So definitely looking forward to these matchups. Everybody loves NFL football. It's going to be a great weekend. But let me go ahead and talk about a certain player that cost his team a chance to be in the playoffs, be at wild card weekend. All they had to do was win and get in. We're talking about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz and those Indianapolis Colts, what happened, right? They lose the game to the Jaguars 26-11. to They get manhandled defensively. Carson Wentz throws two interceptions and looks terrible. What happened? Nothing really happened that's shocking to me. And the reason being is because Carson Wentz is just not that good of a quarterback. You know, shouts to my man, Mike Guido. He's a big Carson Wentz fan. But you can't defend the indefensible. He's trash. <laughs> Carson Wentz is window dressing. That's all he is. He's just the little stuff that you put on there and, you know, make it look nice. But it really doesn't have much substance to it it's just window dressing there's nothing behind it it's nothing to it Carson Wentz 6'5 you know he can get out of the pocket has a big arm but there's something missing he has no leadership qualities he has no clutch gene he needs things to be perfect if it's not perfect it's gonna be complete chaos hence why you saw that debacle in Jacksonville for you to allow the Jacksonville Jaguars, and listen, shouts to the Jacksonville Jaguars, their defense is not that bad. They are a bad team overall, but the defense has some bright spots. But when you allow the Jacksonville Jaguars to manhandle you up front like that, and you have an MVP candidate on your staff, on your roster, in Jonathan Taylor, Carson Wentz needs to do better. Carson Wentz over the last seven games hasn't played well. He hasn't. All you have to do is win and get in. Can't do that. Had a hand-picked game for you. Hey, just beat this bad team and you're in. Couldn't do it. It's because of the quarterback. Now we understand why in Philadelphia there's a statue that's not Carson Wentz. It's the other guy, Nick Foles. That's who it is. The guy that led them to the Super Bowl victory, the Super Bowl MVP, not Carson Wentz. So everybody might be in love with the height, the physical abilities, the big arm, but the intangibles, the leadership, that's what's missing. And that's why he's just window dressing. That's all he is. Frank Reich, I think, understands this. I think Frank Reich knows the limitations of his quarterback. I think the Colts as an organization understand that they can't go far with a Carson Wentz. So I'm sure that they're going to be looking for an upgrade. Will they get one? I'm not sure. But I know they're going to try to get as far away from Wentz as they possibly can. Moving on, moving on. 
firings in the NFL. They call it Black Monday, right? The coaches, they get fired and all types of nonsense. Well, today was good. Today was a good one. I'm not going to lie to you. Just yesterday, the New York Giants came out and said that, hey, you know, Joe Judge is safe. Looks like he's going to return for next season. Everybody was outraged. Oh, Joe, Joe Judge come back. Why? 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 Well, looks like they changed their minds overnight. Can't blame them. It's Joe Judge. It's terrible. They end up firing Joe Judge today, and now the Giants are looking for a head coach. Question is, though, is this an attractive job? Because they have a lot of bad contracts on their books that I don't know what GM can be able to kind of right the ship and navigate through those waters because it's tough, man. It's one thing to build a bad roster in New York, but it's also to tear down that bad roster and then find a good coach to build that roster back up in New York. <laughs> it's not easy. Joe Judge was not the right hire from day one. You know, he, it was an odd hire. I remember when he got hired, and everybody's like, who's, who's Joe Judge? Who is this guy? Oh, he's coming off the Belichick tree? Oh, boy. Here we go. Another, oh, you got to do it the right way. Uh, another stiff. And that's pretty much what he was. But he showed promise that first year. They, You know, the defense played a little good. You know, they, they, there was some structure being put in. But then the wheels just came completely off the bus. And I don't know what he was doing, but the final straw, the final nail in the coffin was that last game, week 18, third and nine on your, well, I think it was what, the 15 or 18? And, or I don't even know if they were that far. It's probably the nine. And you don't even do a play. You just QB sneak in some 1935 formation. And you just, you just don't even try. It's the last game of the season. Air it out. Show show what these guys have. You know, you have to see what you have on your roster. But to do that, to take the ball out of your quarterback's hands without allowing him to even audition for somebody else who may want him. What are we doing? What are you doing here? This is how it felt. It was like you got Giants fans that got bags over their heads. I mean, I love it. I, I'm a Cowboys fan. I I love when Giants fans are miserable. I tell you that much. But for the last five or six years, they've been dreadful. Love it. But as an organization, you got to do better than this. Like you, they, they, the Maras have to pick better coaches. Their last few coaches have been really, really bad. Really bad. Not even a little bit. Really bad. You look at the Steelers organization, they've had three coaches in the last 30-plus years. Why? Because they take their time. They know exactly what they're looking for because they know their identity. The Giants don't have an identity. They don't know who the hell they want to be. They draft Beach Muscle Barkley. He can't stay healthy. You got to better use my strong hand, Jones, who can't throw the ball. He can't hang on to it. You got to draft better players. You got to put these guys in positions to be great. And you have to hire good football people. Simple. 
It's not that hard. Take your time and go through a search. Don't rush through. If you get impressed by one guy in an interview, just keep going. Keep interviewing other people. And maybe it's time. I don't know. Maybe it's time the Giants need to go get yourself a a brother. Go get yourself a brother because maybe he knows how to deal with the pressure. Maybe. Just maybe. I'm just saying. Just saying. Because these other dudes that you're getting, eh, ain't really cutting the mustard, huh? I'll tell you one thing, though. If John Harbaugh ends up taking this Giants job, I'm going to be tight. I'm mad. I'll be very mad. Because while we have Mike McCarthy, they're going to have John Harbaugh. Nah, 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 nah. I can't have that. <laughs> can't, can't have that. No. So let's go through all the available coaching spots, shall we? We have the Raiders, the Jaguars, the Broncos, the Dolphins, the Vikings, Bears, and Giants. Raiders have an interim coach, so do the Jaguars. You know, those guys may end up winning the job, so we'll see what happens with that. But what is the most attractive job in regards to quarterback, roster, front office, location in regards to real estate? Like, where is the ideal spot out of all of these particular locations? Is it the Giants? No, no, it's not. A lot of people can't deal with the pressure in New York. Is it the Chicago Bears? No. And I'm not a big fan of Justin Fields. Uh, I do like David Montgomery. I like the other pieces defensively. You know, they have some things there as well. But the quarterback is not enough for me. If if I want to call that a sexy place. Right? So, no. Minnesota. You know, Kirk Cousins may be there, may may not be there. They got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. Defense is all right. You know, is the culture good over there? Culture's decent. So I would say that that's, that's a decent destination, but that's not the tops of my list, no. Dolphins. I'm going to say no because Chris Greer and the owner Ross, they, they just can't get out of their own way. Self-inflicted wounds is what I call them. So no. Broncos, Broncos could definitely be a, 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 a decent destination. Can John Elway get out of the way? Great running game. Javante Williams, you got Melvin Gordon. Uh, the wide receiver core is pretty good if they can stay healthy. Cortland Sutton, you have Jerry Judy. You have Noah Fant, tight end. Defense, defense is going through a transition, but they got my man over there. Patrick Sertan, you know, he's over there, so... They have some pieces. I like Denver. I, I think Denver, the only bad part about it is that any coach that comes in there, you need a quarterback, and you need to know that you're going against Patrick Mahomes and Derek Carr. That's not an easy division to go through. So that that's also important as well when you're thinking about where you're going. But the number one spot to me, number one location in regards to real estate, quarterback, roster, just the organization, I believe. It's the Las Vegas Raiders. I think the Vegas Raiders are the ideal spot for a head coach right now. All they're missing is a strong-minded coach that is innovative, that is progressive, that can be able to move this team forward in the right direction, and they're good. 
Derek Carr is really, really good, man. Josh Jacobs, when he's healthy, is really good. Their wide receiver core needs some help, but Hunter Renfro has stepped his game up this season to the point where he might be a wide receiver one. I think Mike Mayock, he's done you know, a pretty decent job. So that's definitely my number one destination. Any coach that wants to come in, whether it be John Harbaugh, whether you know they want to give Brian Flores a chance over there, Brian Flores would be amazing with the Raiders. He would. He would. It would just fit the culture, honestly. But he might just end up with the Bears. He's going to interview with them, and they just might tie him to a chair. And like, you're, you're going to sign this contract. That's it. We're, we're not letting you leave because he's, he's that good, man. So, you know, I'm interested to see how this all unfolds, but out of all the spots, I think Vegas is the number one destination. Sin City has the best destination right now in regards to quarterback, roster, structure, locale, all of that. You know, it just makes sense. So we'll see what happens. We'll see where they go. Are they going to take the interim tag off Rich Bisaccia or are they going to go somewhere else? Are they going to try to upgrade per se? We'll see. But Raiders is the move. Coming up after the break, Russell Westbrook. Do I need to say any any more than that? On a Tuesday night, it's all even. Welcome back, y'all. So the Los Angeles Lakers, they are 21 and 20 through the first 41 games of the season. Not playing well. They're not they don't look well. They don't look good. They don't look cohesive. Anthony Davis is still out with the MCL sprain. You have Kendrick Nunn that hasn't played all season. Taylor Horton Tucker has been inconsistent at best. You've had some bright spots as well though. Austin Reeves is playing well as a rookie, undrafted rookie. I think Dwight Howard has played very well for the Lakers in the opportunities that he gets. Malik Monk has been really, really good for the Lakers. He's uh, been a, a, a big scoring help. Avery Bradley has played solid. So they have some pieces that are working here. They do. LeBron James is playing out of his mind. 37 years old, I don't think he's played any better in regards to scoring the basketball. You know, for years, you know, they've always said, oh, he doesn't have a killer instinct, doesn't score the basketball enough. LeBron James just didn't want to. It's not the fact that he couldn't. That's just not how his game is. He's a guy that likes to get people involved. He likes to have a well-rounded game, play great defense, you know, find his teammates. When he needs to kick it into high gear in regards to scoring, he will do that. This season, he has to score a little more because the need is there. And what a stretch he's been on. And I, I, I say all of these great things about the team. You know, I, I say that... They have some bright spots here, but they've struggled. Frank Vogel has not been a bright spot in my opinion. I think his rotations have gotten way worse than they've ever been in his career. Carmelo Anthony, Carmelo Anthony's been very good. Defensively, he's never been great, so whatever he gives you defensively, you just got to take it. The one really, really negative spot here is the point guard. Russell Westbrook. There were some reports about a week ago, maybe more, that the Lakers were having internal discussions about 
trading Russell Westbrook. But here's the situation. Is that there's no market. New report has come out is that the trade market is very, very non-existent for Russell Westbrook. There is minimum interest on the market for Russell Westbrook. His contract is too high. He has another year left on a deal. He's 33 years old, and his game is in decline. Everybody knows his game is in decline except Russ. He had an interview the last game after they lost to the Grizzlies, and they asked the question, you know, how do you feel, you know, the fact that the team needs scoring, you know, do you recognize that, you know, times where they need the scoring that you, you know, you have to provide a little bit more, more, more firepower? Russell Westbrook's response was, uh, yeah, you know, I, I guess, you know, sometimes, you know, I'm not in position. How are you not in position? It, it, it bothers me to no end to know that there's a basketball player that's on the most decorated franchise in all of basketball that has no awareness about what he has to do on the basketball court. Just a few games back, he said, my game is not predicated on how many turnovers I have or how many shots I miss. It's about doing other things. Well, over the past few games, Russell Westbrook has averaged about, what, 13 points? I think he's, like, maybe nine rebounds, nine assists, something like that. Shooting 35%. He's might be, you know, in that stretch, he may be shooting like 20% from three. For the season, he's down below 30% from three. He's just not efficient. Now, wh- what team will, will trade for that? There is none. Not even if you attach something to him. It's not going to matter. This is what the Lakers have put themselves into. They are not going to be able to get themselves out. This season will not end in a banner season. They will not get to the NBA Finals. They will not get to the Western Conference Finals. Because when you have a guy like Russell Westbrook, you are either out of the first round or you're damn sure out of the second. Because you cannot sustain Westbrook for an entire season. You might be able to go through certain stretches where he doesn't burn you, but at the same time, that check is going to come due come playoff time. It is. Axe Harden, he wanted to get out of there. Look at the Wizards. They were trashed the whole season. Then they sneak into the playoffs. And what are they doing in the playoffs? Nothing. There's certain decisions you make in life that you have to eat, that you have to just accept the consequences, whatever it is, good or bad. And LeBron James was thinking, man, you know, I, I need another ball handle. I need another guy that can be able to take the scoring load when, you know, I'm load managing or we need, we need a, 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 a guy to step up. And you went to go get him. 
Not Buddy Heald. Not DeMar DeRozan that's having a great season with the Chicago Bulls, by the way. And it wouldn't have cost you that much to get him. Spurs weren't going to bust you over the head with, 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 with any particular offer. But you chose door number three. You chose the door that has a hole in it. You know, it's cut poorly at the bottom. It has caution tape on it. And you still walk through it. So how can I feel bad as a Laker fan today? We caused this. We brought it on ourselves. And as much as I love LeBron James, as much as I respect Rob Palenka, they are the ones to blame. So whatever happens to this this team this season, however they finish, that's where the blame needs to go. Rob Palenka brought the information to LeBron. LeBron told him exactly who he wanted. As a GM, you can be able to say, LeBron, I respect you. I respect exactly what you're trying to do. I love the input, but I'm going DeRozan or I'm going Buddy Heald. And then if we need to upgrade any more during the season, we'll figure it out. But I am not getting Russell Westbrook. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. We need something that is going to be able to help us now. We need camaraderie. We don't need to tear it down anymore and deal with that guy. That's what a GM is supposed to do. Not be the beck and call of your aging superstar. That's all I'm saying. LeBron James has to play out of his mind. But I know when he goes home, kisses his, his wife and kids, sits there and watches the news and watches all the stories that are coming in and all the analytic takes, I know he's like, man, if only I would have just waited on DeRozan. Phonia, we would have just got Buddy Heald. Hell, you saw Buddy Heald shake Jeannie Buss's hand at the game the other night. He knew he was going to be a Laker. He was just waiting. And it didn't happen. Didn't happen. It's the most disappointing thing that has happened to me as a Laker fan in quite some time. I'm not going to lie to you. It's depressing. I remember when the rumors started about Westbrook. I made a video. It's on YouTube. I said, why? Why? Doesn't make sense. But to the smartest guy in the room, it made plenty of sense. If I can win with Russell Westbrook, I am the greatest of all time. Everybody else has failed. Harden, Durant, Beal. If I can do it, I'll be the best. I don't care if it doesn't fit. We'll make it fit. Well, here's the problem with that. You see, when you try to make something fit that doesn't really belong there, you can get it in there, right? But trying to remove it is going to be the hardest thing you have ever done. That's where the Lakers are, is that they have put a square peg in a round hole. They shoved it in there. Now they can't get it out. Now no one wants it. Everybody told you not to do it. 
And now you're trying to dangle that same destruction in front of them and say, you want this? No, I don't. You can have it, though. Done great with it. Figure it out. That's where they are. So wherever the Lakers end up this season, they have themselves to blame. Because there's no market. There won't be a market for him. And that's just the way it's going to end. These next two years in Lakerland are not going to be pretty. They really aren't. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be must-see basketball. It's going to be a soap opera for all the wrong reasons. Coming up after the break, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week, on a Tuesday night. It's all even. This is the God Jensen Gals. Just want to give a shout-out to All Even Podcast, the best sports podcast out there. Keep up the amazing work. Also, check us out at CigarGentsAndGals.com, where everyday apparel for cigar smokers. Let's get it. What's going on? What's up with you? It's your boy, the Candyman, the ALFRE to the D. It's your boy, Alfred, from the Rap Lab Podcast. And it's the one and only True G. Just call me the QG from the Rap Lab Podcast. And you tuned in to All Even with Barry Grant. Boy, that shit crazy. Welcome back, y'all. So without further ado... The greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. We pick candidates and winners on Tuesday because we only have one show a week right now. But once we go back to two days a week, you know, we'll have the Tuesdays and Saturdays and pick the winner on that Saturday show. So we definitely have a winner. May I have the drum roll, please? And the winner is... Dave Gettleman, former general manager of the New York football giants. He is now gone, the former GM of the New York football giants. Dave Gettleman is my winner for... Because, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, let me get this straight. Dave Gettleman comes here and he says that he's going to change the culture. He's going to bring the winning back. And what he does is that he makes them worse. He drafts a quarterback that nobody wanted. Drafts a running back a little too high. He then signs an oft-injured wide receiver to a very big contract. How many games did that wide receiver play this season? Handful. How many touchdowns? As much as I have sitting here. He made timely errors on the offensive line. But not to mention the head coach that he hired. The no-frills, clear-eyes guy. (laughs) With no charisma, the special teams coordinator from the Patriots. That guy, yeah. That's That's your coach for the football giants. That guy. So everything that this man has touched turns to crap. Doesn't know what he's doing. Has no idea. So he sat back and allowed this this this, this destruction, this dumpster fire to fester and burn. But it gets better. Although he did all of this nonsense. He's made all of these bad calls. He's made all of these bad moves. Everybody wants this guy fired. Everybody wants him gone. Giants fans have bags over their heads. They don't even want to show their face at the stadium. 
Dave Gettleman <laughs> retires from football. He retires as the GM for the New York Football Giants. You ain't retired, man. Ain't nobody buying that nonsense. You know you got fired in the office. Everybody knows you got fired in the office. Don't try to pull that mess now. Make me mad. The fact that you don't you don't give the Giants fans the satisfaction of hearing your name on that ticker. Breaking news, Dave Gettleman fired. That's what they wanted to see. No, 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 no. Dave Gettleman retired. <laughs> That's like when the girl breaks up with you and... You know, you got your friends outside. You're like, yo, you know, can you can you say that we we mutually parted ways? And every time somebody asks you, you know, you can be able to just say that, please. You know, it's, it's an ego thing. Okay, I got you. That's what it was. And the fact that, you know, you both mutually parted ways. This was the best decision for you to retire. No, 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 no. You got fired. They said, yo, Dave, let me holler at you for a minute, man. You know all those bad money moves that you made yeah, we can't get out of that I don't know how we gonna fix it all of these bad roster moves that you made head coach yeah we, we gonna take care of him tomorrow but you today yeah you got to go fired oh, we, we, come on don't, don't, don't do that my wife how is she gonna deal with this the embarrassment of being fired can't we just work something out Nah, I want to fire you, bro. I want to fire you. All right, I understand that that you want to fire me, but can we say that we mutually part of ways? No, 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 no. Because when they ask me, I'm going to have to lie. I don't want to lie. I'm firing you. That's what I'm putting out. Bob Bob put out the press call. Wait, wait, wait. Don't no, don't do it yet. Don't don't do it yet. Let me let me think. Just let me think. All right. Mutually part. All right. What about if I retire? They'll buy that, right? I'm old. You know, been here a while. Nobody, nobody really believes that I know football anymore. Maybe I'm over the hill. Retired. That, that we, we can go with that. All right. Fired sounds better, but all right, man. All right, Dave. You go ahead and say you retired. Right? We gonna hold you down over here. But if you ever step foot in this door again, we gonna change. We're gonna amend this this statement. We're going to say that we fired you. We're going to send out the anonymous source that you begged to not get fired. If you step back in here, you step back in New York, we're going to ruin you. <laughs> That's how it went down. That's how it went down. There's no way that man is going to be able to walk away scot-free. No. You're not going to steal all that money and then walk out the door scot-free without getting arrested. No, 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 no. No, no. I would love to be on a job where I could be terrible at my job. I come to work late, and the boss calls me in and says, you know, you know, Barry, you, 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 you're underperforming. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So you know what? No, no. What you're not going to do is tell me how I'm going to leave here, sir. I quit. No, no, no. Don't, don't you ruin this for me. I enjoy firing people. Don't you try to take this away from me. You're not going to quit. I'm going to hire you. You're hired. Now you're fine. <laughs> Get out. That's what they did to Dave Gettleman. You ain't going to fool me. You ain't going to fool me. I will tell you this. I will tell you this, Dave. Burger King's, <laughs> Burger King's hiring. They're always hiring. But as long as you don't try to tell them what to do and you just do your job, 
just flip or sweep or mop, they're good. Don't you try to tell them what to do because you can't lead a parade. So Dave Gettleman, you may have tricked the Giants to having them not fire you. But everybody knows different. Everybody knows what it really is. So, you know, we, we all know that you're a loser. But you're definitely a winner for pulling this stunt. And you're a winner for Dummy of the Week. That's all for this show. I'll see you guys next week, Tuesday. But until then, stay safe. Stay warm as hell because it's cold outside. Peace. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. Listen to the show on Podbeam, Amazon Music, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts available. And check out my YouTube channel, All Even Podcast. And don't forget to like, share, and hit that subscribe button. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.